Today we're opening up the book that a lot of people love to hate though they follow its principles. We're talking the Bible because it's wisdom. Yeah, I just didn't have an opening and so here we are. Let's walk. This is my opening because we're going to be opening this book. But um, I'm taking a step forward to this life. There is nothing I'm owing. Do not play it safe. That's boring. Can't outside with me while it's boring. I haven't, I didn't even plan to open up this book per se today, even though everything that I say is essentially based on this book, like throughout the podcasts. But yeah, I just didn't have an opening, and that sounded like the logical opening, especially since I base all of my principles on this book here. I literally base all my principles on God. When I'm quieter or softer, I sound like an engine. (laughs) And I am quieter today because it is the midnight hour and I'm very conscious of our living people around here. It's actually way past the midnight hour. It's like 3.32 at this point. But yeah, we have to get this episode out because it's actually one of my favorite. I did say in the previous episode that wisdom is my favorite topic. And I think now, knowing this compartment of wisdom, today's topic concerning wisdom is probably my favorite knowing what i know now so yeah let's get to it all right so touching base with what we discussed in the previous episode we spoke on knowledge and we essentially covered what knowledge was right wisdom in and of itself is not enough oh the bible wisdom book says that the fear of god is the beginning of wisdom which in and of itself is powerful and yet shows just how much greater it becomes because it says that's the beginning in other words that's a foundation but there's more and i think that these two other compartments will help us realize the more the one is the one that we dealt with previously which was knowledge and we essentially said that knowledge is power it's the information it's the the skills and why is this important because if you don't have the right knowledge you can't apply the right wisdom you essentially apply wisdom based on what you know And so it's very important that you not only gain the right knowledge, but gain the right source of knowledge, which I didn't even touch on in the previous episode. Oh, I'm going to, oh, I'm getting into it now. (laughs) It is so much more powerful for you to gain or have a relationship with the bearer of a thing than the thing itself. In fact, if I have a relationship with someone and I walk with them in the space that they dominate in, or I am close with them, I have a wow of information at my disposal. I have a connect. That's actually what a connect is, right? And it's so much better to have a connect than to have the information itself. You essentially have a mentor in that connect. You have, you have a guide in that connect. You have access in that connect. You know what I mean? And so I say to you, if you really want to fully benefit and get the best and the most of information and knowledge, connect yourself to the source. Does this mean that you have to meet the source face to face? No, but if you want information on social media influencing and the specific type of social media influencing that you want to venture into, connect yourself to that kind of influencer. If you want knowledge on marketing, if you want knowledge on, if you want knowledge on tech, if you want knowledge on forex trading, (laughs) why am I laughing? (laughs) No shade to the forex traders, but like, you know, we're also tired of the scammers. And so that's why we're laughing. Um, But if you want information on forex trading, the right kind of way, the truthful kind of way, (laughs) Please connect yourself to a forex trader who is actually truthful and honest, which your judgments are so clear right now. Um, <laughs> but connect yourself to a forex trader that is credible. You know what I mean? Does that mean that you have to meet the person physically? No. 
you can connect yourself to them at the level of their field. And in the world that we live in, everyone is spreading their fields everywhere. Like everyone is sharing on their fields everywhere. We're talking about them on social media. We understand that information and knowledge is power. And it's not just power, it's money. So people really want to share the information. And when they share the information, you grab it. That's really, that's, that, that's really, that's how you access knowledge. It's really not so complicated. In fact, the other two are more complicated than this very one. So if you don't get this foundation right, if you don't get this knowledge one right, I don't know how you're going to get the other ones. Now I said, and this is where my mind blow was, right? I said, connect yourself to the source. Right. So <laughs> if you want knowledge on anything, I can't explain enough how Christ is your source for anything and everything, period. I know that there are books out there and resources out there that can explore different dimensions and information and all the more power to them. Like, I'm so here for them, actually. I read like a bunch of different books from different sources. But number one, my decision is to make sure that every book that I read or the information that I receive from the books has to be aligned with this. But the truth is, every good book out there, every truthfully good Credible book, credible source out there is actually based on this. They just expand on it more. They just do what I'm doing right now. But all the principles, they're here. That's why you get a lot of atheists and non-believers who say, I don't believe in God, I don't believe in the Bible, but I believe in its principles. Another debate for another day. But even they understand that a lot of these points are clear. They are beneficial. They are truth. You know what I mean? So, which is why when you need knowledge, you connect yourself to Christ. Which is why, ooh, Jesus, which is why when you walk with Christ, when you live with Christ, you can actually access, you have access to knowledge and better knowledge than, than any other thing, really, than any other piece of information, really. Because now you have not just the information and you run with it, you have the person who experienced the information, created the information, um, lived it out, and was able to see its prosperity and its credibility so they can actually help you and guide you every step of the way. This is the same with every other field that I mentioned before. It's like, well, when you see that this is the trail that somebody had blazed and you see their mistakes and you see, you know, the things that they prospered in, you're able to be like, okay, so this is what I'm definitely not going to do. This is something that I should probably do. How do I make this work for me? How does this relate to me? What about this will edify me? And that actually brings me to the point of discussion for today. Here we are, welcome. So today we're talking about understanding. <sighs> Mudimu, if I had, yo, if there was one pet peeve I had with any of these three, I think it would be this one. To be honest, I think it would be this one. And Lord help me to say this as you, as you will me to. Um, but, um, yo, we lack understanding in so many things. We lack understanding in so many things. It's frustrating and it is, it is sad. It is sad. It is frustrating. It is disrespectful. <laughs> really? It is. It is. I think that's the, that's the perfect word to describe it. It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful to not gain understanding because it means that you don't honor someone or something enough to fully comprehend it. I remember, <laughs> I remember back in high school when we used to do like English comprehensions or maths, just whatever subject. It was predominantly maths for me where I won't even lie to you. It's like, it's like I appreciated school. 
But there were certain subjects I really just didn't appreciate or certain topics or things and subjects that I just didn't appreciate. To this day, I still don't. But this is going to edify my example, right? Where it's clear that because I didn't respect algebra, don't come at me, mathematicians and people who use it in their fields, flourish. I crammed my way through it. I didn't care to understand. To be honest, I didn't care to understand it. I was like, I'm going to cram my way through. Same with Afrikaans. I didn't, to be honest, I get a few words here and there. And I genuinely, genuinely did not care to understand. I am not saying I don't care about Afrikaans people. I'm not saying that I don't care about mathematicians or biologists or scholars. But what I don't care about as it pertains to my interests are algebra. And so what did Johan do? She crammed her way through it. She crammed her way through life. And the sad thing is that the less understanding you have, the less ability you have to apply the applicable wisdom in that area. So my understanding can only take me so far, right? If I cram my way through algebra, I'll probably only be able to do four or five out of the 10 sums that they give me. And then there's that 10th one, that bonus one even, let's not even try it. But then there's like that 10th one or even number eight because they get harder. I And... By the time you get to the eighth one, you're like, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, we're not even going to try you. It's fine. I got my 50% check. <laughs> we're swell. You know, it's proper. I passed. I got the bare minimum. We're okay. Uh, and it's like, okay, yeah, sure. Maybe that was, it got me. Look, I'm here. You know, it got me through living. It got me here somehow. But I also remember that because I didn't take the time to understand what I needed to understand in sixth, seventh grade, by the time I got to high school, okay, sharp, I actually excelled here and there. But in my matric year, it was so hard to get into law. It was like, because I didn't get this mark in maths and not because I didn't have the ability to actually study it. To be honest, I'm being honest with myself. We're all different. Maybe we, we all are at different levels of learning. But for me, I know that my truth, I, shem, <laughs> I, I was lazy to learn algebra, like, I was the kind of person who did the bare minimum with maths at least. Everything else, my interests, we go in. Algebra, geometry, I cram my way through it. I can guarantee you a lot of us do that when it comes to life. We cram our way through life. We cram our way through the information that we need. You know, just before an interview, I will go on to Google 10 minutes before the interview starts to research about the company, for example. And um, by the time I get to the interview, I think I'm going to make it and then I probably don't. You're not always the exception to the rule. You know what I mean? And generally, most exceptions have acquired a different skill that would get them hired for that job, you know? But exceptions don't try to be the exceptions. All of us are part of some rule. We are part of the rules of existence, of life, of society. And even though the societal ones are predominantly made up by us, there is some rule that we all form part of, which is why God is the ruler, um, <laughs> because he's not bound to any rule whatsoever. So it will edify you so much. I'm going to keep using this word. Oh my God, where, why am I using this word so much? <laughs> it will edify you so much to gain understanding because you will know how to move when situations get tough. The sad thing about cramming is it limits you to A plus B equals C. But understanding gives you the idea that no, sometimes A is a component of A1 and A2 plus B3 and B4 equals what now? You know what I mean? So it's like sometimes one plus one isn't equal to two. It isn't. Sorry, kids, but it's not. And that's what understanding does. It helps you to comprehend things beyond face value, which brings me to the definition of understanding. So the definition of understanding, according to the dictionary, is to comprehend. So what does this mean? 
you ask all these like existential questions. You know what I mean? Like it's that kind of thing. It's that question that I hadn't asked a guy, you know? So what are we doing? What does this mean? Where do we stand? Where are we? You know what I mean? And it sounds annoying, but it's more annoying to be stuck. Like, do you know why Hans asks all these questions? We are tired. <laughs> we are tired of being stuck. Oh my gosh, I'm going to make a generalization. I'm not, uh, it's just, I'm, it's not absolute, okay? It's just an opinion. But it seems as though, relationally, it's, it's generally women who are more concerned with the relationship itself and what it is and its dynamics and where it's going um, <laughs> than men are. In fact, you know what? No, let me not go into that because that's, I mean, it's, it sounds like a bias, right? I mean, I am a woman, so, you know. Though I do have some ideas where men are stronger than women when it comes to relationships, but, oh, we should have a relationship chat, shouldn't we, one day? Anyways. <laughs> um, so it's, one, it's, it's, it's all of those annoying questions that have to be asked by yourself, by the way, often to yourself and to God. In fact, asking yourself these questions often leads you to asking God. So you ask yourself, what does this mean? Why are we doing this? But whom you say you want to grow as a person? What does this look like? Does, do you mean grow spiritually? Do you mean grow physically? Do you mean grow mentally? Do you mean grow in the spaces that you want to find yourself in? Do you mean grow relationally? Do you mean grow? What do you mean you want to grow as a person? What does that mean? Ask yourself these questions and find out. But whom you say you want to be the best actress out there? What does this mean? Who decides best? <laughs> What is your idea of best? Is best when I win the Oscar? Is best when I get an EGOT, which is an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony, for those of you who don't know? Is best when I get a SAFTA? Is best when I achieve the best of my ability? Is best when I do better than my parents because they're in this industry? Is best, what is best? You know, and... <laughs> They sound annoying. They really sound annoying. But that's why I love children so much. In fact, I actually really understand why God says that we should be like children and we should have childlike faith. Children ask questions. Your children ask questions. And it may sound annoying, but they're so curious. They're so, they're so gravitated towards learning and growing. It's so sad that we had allowed circumstances to hide the inner child in us, we, to, to mute the inner child in us. We have essentially taken the parental role of telling a child, shut up, shut up, shut up, don't ask that question. And we've done that to ourselves. We've done that to the children in us. And that's how when we get into spaces where we really want to be fully expressive and or fully express ourselves, imposter syndrome seeps in because one, we feel like we don't know enough. And two, our inner children haven't gained an understanding of what they can ask, of what they can achieve, of the spaces that they hold, of who they are. Because even the very habit of growing and understanding of ourselves and things alike has been stumped. Let me tell you just how important understanding is. This book here, which I have claimed to stand on and um, stand by, actually, so much, is my favorite book. We can talk about why I believe that this is the book another time. So I have the Amplified, which is my favorite one. Second to that is the message. But it is a translation, more specifically, an English translation. So the reason why I got the Amplified is because this Amplified expounds, if that's the word, it, it expounds or expands on the very core or meaning of a word when it is written here. I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying it's the best one. I'm not even telling you which version you should read and which version you shouldn't read. I'm telling you why I like this book. I love that it gives, not just the words, but in brackets, the intended meaning of that word. 
because the English language is just so limited, it's not even funny. Like, how can by have three different sounds and spellings? How can how can can mean two different things? It's just, it's it's tiring, it's frustrating. And it's probably the very same thing with a bunch of other languages. I know it's the same thing with Isuzulu. But it gives you the intended meaning of the word in a sentence, the context of the word in the footnotes, that's the historical background. And often it also gives you what the scholars found could prove and couldn't prove when it comes to the statements given in this book. It's profound. Now, this is not a conversation of credibility or not credibility. We'll talk about that another time. But this is a conversation of the importance in understanding. Because many people, my God, my people perish for lack of knowledge. We can go on forever with this topic. In the same way that we write people off based on a judgment that lacks full understanding of their decisions, their actions, and who they are, we have done the same to this book. It's like I said in the previous podcast that I hate translations. I didn't say I hate translations, but maybe I do. But what I said was the reason why I don't like translations is that it's exactly that. It's a translation, right? So there's only so much that it can translate. It's so important for us to get the very... Um, language that is said in that very context, the very core of what was being said, right? Or what was being done. Um, And sadly, that's what this book is. It's a translation. I wish I spoke Greek or understood or could comprehend Greek or Hebrew or I don't know what other language they spoke here. Um, I genuinely wish I do. And I think that that's one of my endeavors. It's so sad how a lack of understanding can be the dismay of a whole human race. A lack of understanding is the reason why we have so many religions, so many different beliefs. It's like, this is more than just, <laughs> than just differences in personality. This is more than just um, preferences. It is things that we have found our truths in. Now, if we can't even agree on God, let alone whether God is real or not, it's like, <laughs> with the rest, Abandba sinking in which means we're in trouble. If we can't even decide on the highest power, on who or what governs us, on how we came to be, why we are here, the rest is going to be tricky. But it doesn't make it impossible. In fact, at least we can find some type of agreement on the things that we can see or have proven. You know what I mean? So let's at least stand together with that, you know? And... And come together as we are doing, feeding each other information, learning, growing from each other, learning from each other's experiences, etc. That's understanding <sighs> meaning and gaining meaning from the credible source. Now, the great book says <laughs> in Proverbs 4, which is another book in the Bible itself. So this is essentially a book of books, right? The book of Proverbs in the fourth chapter and the fifth verse says, get skillful and godly wisdom acquire understanding and in brackets because we amplified it says actively seek spiritual discernment mature comprehension and logical interpretation mighty god now that puts a whole other dimension and a whole other understanding of understanding What I like about this, it says acquire understanding. And the first thing that came to mind was an acquired taste. Sometimes you actually may not like what you receive at first. Like it's, you want to repel it even. You're just like, "Mm, 
Acquire means to learn or develop. It's like, this is why it's called an acquired taste. You develop it over time. You you learn it over time. And because you've learned it, because you've developed it, you actually start to get a liking for it. Maybe you learn more things about it. Maybe you learn that you don't have to have it this way. You can have it that way. That was me with sushi. I was like, oh, actually, this will start here. <laughs> It wasn't so much that I forced myself to like sushi, but the more I got a better understanding of sushi, the more I understood that, yes, it's rice, yes, it's fish, but can we have it this way? Okay, speak to the sources, Asians, how do we how do, we do this? And they're like, okay, you can actually deep fry it. Oh, word, cool. And that's how we started. And then eventually I was like, actually, I like it. Actually, nah, um, this is baby stuff now. No, we're, the, we don't, we're, we're done with the baby sushi. And over time, I actually started liking raw sushi more than cooked sushi. You know, because my palate had elevated. You know what I mean? And that's essentially what this is saying is that that's what happens with understanding. Not only do you acquire understanding in the sense that it grows over time, in the sense that you develop it over time. The more you spend time with someone, the more you learn them and understand them more. The more you spend time in a skill, the more you understand it. The more you dive deep into a study or into a topic, the better understanding you get of it. That's actually what acquire means. You don't just try to understand something once. You know, you don't just, and it's very rare that you just understand something once. Oh my God, I have been Christian for God knows how long. I still can't. I mean, I mean, thank God he's God. So I won't really fully ever really know him. Um, I think in heaven, I'm not too sure, but, um, <laughs> he's God, like, like, but I, I, I've been Christian for as long as I've been Christian. I don't, I don't fully understand this book. I don't. I actually understand it at the level of my revelation, which brings me to the point I've been wanting to make this whole time. This is actually like my personal mind blow, okay? So we looked at the definition of understanding in the dictionary. It says, to perceive the intended meaning of. Ooh, I love the fact that it said intended meaning of, which is why we need to get the definitions of the words. Side note, there's this clip by Dr. Jordan Peterson. <laughs> oh my God. A friend of mine sent this to me. When he sent it to me, he, he was just like, what, like, what is this? You know, like, what, is, what, the, what in the silliness is this? And I, I, I looked at it and I was like, yeah, it actually, you know, at face value, it really does seem silly, right? But I couldn't help but feel like I understood him. So in this clip, they asked Dr. Peterson a question. And he rephrases that question by asking what the intended meaning of every single word in that sentence is. So he then said, what do you mean by what? What do you mean by do? What do you mean by believe? You know, and so he went and, and then it, it, it made him sound really stupid to, to the people who were interviewing him. And it's like, bro, like just answer the question. Like it's not that complicated. But at the core of it, if you think about it, it actually can be. Now that may, I'm not too sure if that was, you know, if he found that to be silly or not. But when I look at the, the deeper meaning of it, that is actually how we should be approaching things. That's actually how we should be approaching conversations. Maybe not so strictly, but maybe strictly too. You know what I mean? Just because I said, I love you, which is what another person, Jay Shetty, I hope I'm saying his surname right, was speaking on. It doesn't mean that my version of I love you is your version of I love you, which is why, again, women ask the questions. Okay, so what do you mean by that? Why? Like, why? I don't want to waste my time. You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean by love? Do you mean I love you like you love a cat? Do you mean you love me like you love your dog, like you love your mother, like you love your dad, like you love your job, like you love yourself? 
What does that mean? You know? So bringing it back to this understanding, it says to perceive the intended meaning of words, a language, a speaker. I love this definition so much. When you click the word perceive, it says become aware or conscious of. (laughs) That for me was powerful. That for me is powerful. Let me tell you why. Because words have power. We don't just say things for the sake of saying them. Even when I say understand and you think that this is just a conversation about understanding, it's not. It's a conversation about you. What do these words mean for you? What do these words mean to you? When you say you understand yourself, when you need to understand yourself, what does that mean for your growth and for your presence here, for your purpose, existence here? Why do we care for words? Why do we care? Then I went back (laughs) to the word understand. And I sought the origin of the word understand. That's really what I do, guys. I have a lot of time on my hands for myself, I assume. <laughs> because I could decipher that this is two separate words. I see the word under, I see the word stand. Why were these two words put together? And so, of course, the origin of the word separates these two and puts them as under and stand. We know what under is, to be beneath something. We know what stand is, to stand firm. (laughs) I'm doing it again. To be in an upright position. Dictionary says to maintain an upright position. What does this mean for you when it comes to understand? Ladies and gentlemen, it's not as simple as perceiving the intended meaning of something. It's actually an indication or a manifestation of where you stand in life. You stand at the level of your consciousness. That's what perceive means, right? You live at the level of your consciousness. That's why I said earlier that I only understand this book at the level of my revelation. And I only understand life at the level of my revelation. That's what understanding means. It's you are standing under the level of your consciousness. You can only go as far as your understanding. You can only go as far as your limit. Your understanding is your limit. Which is sad because if we lack understanding, just like knowledge, we can only apply so much wisdom. So if your only understanding of the things of God is prayer, for example, then everything outside of that or, the, or everything that comes after that or the kinds of prayers that you need to pray or the kind of posture you have to have when you're praying, it's all above that revelation that you have. And the onus, as the Bible says, is on you to acquire that information. It's not just going to slap into you because of grace. You know what I mean? Like we just, you know, that's the other thing. We like to slap grace on everything. Um, we really have a lack of understanding, thus often abuse grace. We need to acquire understanding on God's grace. We need to acquire an understanding of how God actually operates, who he is. Um, And even though we can't have a full comprehension of it, my God, he gives us more than enough. He's provided more than enough. So it's our onus to acquire it. The Bible says, he says that it is the wisdom. What's the, maybe paraphrasing, but I think he says, I'm, I'm really paraphrasing, but it's God's business to know everything. It's the wisdom of kings to seek out that knowledge or seek out that understanding. I think the scripture is, it is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings to seek it out. And this is actually a truth for all of us. We all know this. How great or how glorious do you, do you feel? Or rather, how much glory do you get um, from attaining information yourself? Like just from feeding yourself with knowledge and information. It's your glory. It's like, we really do hold to such a great esteem people who have acclaimed great levels of understanding right and that's why we go to them we seek them for guidance and knowledge you know on on those various fields and it's the same thing for the things of god your limit is your understanding which is why we say your limit is you 
you know, you are your own limitation. God is not even your limitation. Unless you serve a limited God, then you have no excuse. It is your glory. It is your glory to seek out understanding. You will flourish. You will flourish at the level of your understanding. But actually get the understanding. God wants you to know. God wants you to grow. But how will you grow if he just slaps it on you? That's not growth. A lack of understanding is the reason why the Pharisees killed Jesus. The very people who were waiting for him killed him. Like, it's crazy what a lack of understanding can do. That's how we do. A lack of understanding is the reason why people are oppressed. A lack of understanding is the reason why people judge people. It's the reason why people kill people. It's that thing where you look at something and you judge it. I think this is probably my biggest annoyance or pet peeve when it comes to a lack of understanding is the judgment. We judge things too harshly. We judge people too harshly. We sometimes even judge things too simplistically, if that's a word. Like we underestimate the understanding needed for certain things. Gain understanding, guys. That's the basis of this entire thing, really. That's the basis of what I'm essentially trying to say. Just gain understanding. Don't just assume. Don't assume that things are going to be easy. And don't assume that things are harder than they actually are. Don't assume that people are a certain way. Actually understand them. Get to know them. Understand where they're coming from. Don't just put a blanket idea of why of what you think someone is like or why you think they act the way that they act. Gain understanding. You will flourish at the level of your knowledge your understanding, and your wisdom. <laughs> and that third one we're going to touch on in the next episode. I love you guys so much. Mwah! Open book with Bahumi. See you in the next chapter. Bye.